In today's episode, we are going to discuss something that you may be dabbling with or playing around with. And if you are, then it would be kind of like walking up to a grizzly bear in the wild and tickling it. It is going to be good. Welcome to the Exceptional Husband Podcast. This podcast is for the husbands and fathers who are not satisfied with the status quo. You see, to be exceptional means to be rare, better than average, or deviating from the norm. On this journey, we will look at practical strategies, tips, and even experiments to break out of the usual and surprise our spouses, and at times, even ourselves. You are listening to the Exceptional Husband Podcast. Why settle for average when exceptional is an option? Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Exceptional Husband Podcast. My name is Joe Sellers. I'm your host, and thank you so much for joining us here. Uh, We've done various things uh, during the life of this podcast. We've done two or three series. We've done some interviews, and so right now we're basically just taking some little nuggets and sharing some nuggets along the way, Uh, not really a, a central ongoing theme, but these are basically just those tips, tricks, and even some experiments that you might find to help you really become a, a, a truly exceptional man, husband, and father. And so thank you so much for joining me today. And and uh, last week we did one, and, and we already had some folks guessing what, what it was going to be from the teaser. So uh, maybe you've already guessed what this is going to be about, maybe not. But this is something that I've shared various times, and, and I've often said it, it's, it's sort of like trying to tickle a grizzly. Uh, it's it's something it, it may look uh, soft and cuddly and and sweet even uh, possibly in the right light but then when you go up and try to tickle it it could be deadly so what we're going to talk about today is we're going to talk about something that I personally believe every single man on the planet at some time or another has struggled with now more than ever I, I believe uh, and even younger and younger men uh, in today's society in today's world but that is something called that we're going, what we're going to talk about is is lust or pornography especially because if we're talking about being an exceptional uh, husband man and father then I'm telling you there there really is zero place in your life for pornography uh, of, of any kind be it from swimsuit model uh, sports illustrated swimsuit models uh, addition to to full out hardcore porn or softcore porn whatever you want to call it but if it is something that's causing you to look at a woman other than your wife lustfully then it is trouble it is it is deadly and and we're going to I'll kick it off with just some scripture here we'll, we'll, we'll lay the foundation with scripture and then we're going to talk about some some practical things uh, that I've observed myself personally and, and other things as well. So one of the, the key verses that comes to mind when, if you ever wonder, well, is pornography okay? Is there a time when it's okay? And guys, listen, um, you know, there's there's such a wide view of, of what this is and what it can mean. I actually knew a, a family in a church, and it was so sad. I heard the stories that basically at this one family, their daughter's uh, bridal shower, the mom basically told the whole group that her and her husband believed that there was nothing wrong with porn as long as it was the husband and wife were watching it together. And which I don't know where, where you're at, where you land on that. But for me, that just blew my mind. I couldn't believe that they actually said that. And unfortunately, and unfortunately not surprisingly, um, that family's not even together anymore. They, they splintered, they disintegrated, their marriage just fell apart. And, and you can see obviously one of the multiple causes that could have caused that to happen is, is that view. 
And, and so, you know, I personally believe that there is no place for it uh, in, in your, in a marriage for sure. And really not even as a young man or, or a pre-married man, if you would, but Matthew 5, 27, 28 is very clear on. It says, you have heard the commandment that says you must not commit adultery. But I say, anyone who even looks at a woman with lust has already committed adultery with her in his heart. And that's Matthew 5, 27, 28. So when you look at it like that, when you look at, if you say, well, I'm not hurting anyone by looking at porn, then the Bible is very clear. It says, if you even look at a woman lustfully, you've already committed adultery with her in, her, in your heart. And so I, that's why I say, don't even dabble. Don't even look. Watch, watch the channels that you're watching. Watch out for, you know, don't even pick up the Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition. Definitely don't pick up any porn, softcore or hardcore porn. It, and if you don't know the difference between those two, don't worry about it. Just stay away from porn. Stay away from pictures of, of lingerie, bikinis, naked women, women engaged in sexual activity. Don't just stay away from it because I'm telling you, it will wreck your marriage. And if you're, if you're pre-married, I encourage you to, to, if you're involved with that and you're not married yet, stop now. <laughs> um, here, here's some things from, from practical life. Um, well, before I do that, let me go ahead and there is one more passage I want to, I want to cover. And it said, um, you know, it says you've heard the commandment that says do not commit adultery. So I am going to share a verse with you also. That's uh, from Proverbs that talks specifically about adultery. And it says, this is from Proverbs 6, 20 through 29. It says, my son, obey your father's godly instruction and follow your mother's life-giving teaching. Fill your heart with their advice and let your life be shaped by what they've taught you. Their wisdom will guide you wherever you go and keep you from bringing harm to yourself. Their instruction will whisper to you at every sunrise and direct you through a brand new day. For truth is a bright beam of light shining into every area of your life, instructing and correcting you to discover the ways to godly living. Truth will protect you from immorality and from the promiscuity of another man's wife. Your heart won't be enticed by, their, by her flatteries or lust over her beauty, nor will her suggestive ways conquer you. Prostitutes reduce a man to poverty, and the adulteress steals your soul. She may even cost your life. For how can a man light his pants on fire and not be burned? Can he walk over hot coals of fire and not blister his feet? What makes you think that you can sleep with another man's wife and not get caught? Do you really think you'll get away with it? Don't you know it will ruin your life? And that's Proverbs six twenty-five and 29. It's the Passion Translation. And I think it just really brings that to light in a very, very clear way. But I just want to encourage you, that's what it's saying. If you look at a woman lustfully, you've already committed adultery with her in your heart. And that's what it's talking about, adultery. It's talking about adultery, you know, it, it will steal your soul. It will lead you to poverty. And so just now, talking practically now, if you if you engage in, in pornography, I know for me, unfortunately, I was exposed to it at a very young age. And speaking from studies and speaking from experience, what pornography will do to to you is obviously not only will it wreck your marriage and your relationship with your with your spouse, but even before you're married and, and while you're married, what it can do is it can really skew your your view of sexuality. It can give you an unrealistic view of what sex even is. Because you see, here's the thing. God created sex to be beautiful, amazing, lovely in the 
the the the the area of marriage, okay? Outside of marriage, no. <laughs> Inside of marriage, it was made to be beautiful. It was made to be a connection between husband and wife. It was made to be this beautiful thing between a man and a woman to to be intimate, to love each other. Uh, it's it's how we reproduce. Um, it's it's just created to be a beautiful thing. And so, if you engage with in that outside of marriage, whether it's through pornography, whether it's through adultery, whether it's through uh, prostitution, then you have to understand that it is going to skew your whole view of, of health, what can be healthy sexuality. Because like I said, God created it to be beautiful. But if you engage in, in lustful thoughts, if you engage in lustfully looking at, be it you know bikinis, lingerie, or, or sex acts, whatever it may be, you're going to skew your view of sexuality. And, and so you can't really say, well, it's not hurting anyone. Well, first and foremost, it's hurting you. It's hurting your relationship with God because pornography, lust, adultery is a sin. So it's already hurting your relationship with God. So you can't get around that. But even if you tried to, I don't know, smooth that over, gloss it over. Like I said, it's going to skew your, your view of sexuality. The other thing it says, if when you think it doesn't hurt anyone, you have to understand something that the porn industry itself is is ruining people's lives it is ruining those 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 porn stars the models it is ruining their life you have to understand that this this is not a victimless sin here that you just look at it because if you take time or spend money on looking at this stuff you have to understand that those people not only are they are they living in sin but they could be very well living in being victimized by this i remember one time in germany when we we did an outreach and we had some teams come over from the states and we we uh, paired them up with teams of, of german uh, students as well and we went literally all over a two-state region uh, sharing the gospel doing skits and dramas and there was one area around this international airport where there were areas where prostitutions prostitutions prostitutes would would be set up in rvs on the roads leading into this um, to this airport, it was an airport that's actually in its old U.S. airbase that got shut down, and turned into a, a, a airport, and so it was kind of a rural area. So there were these like these two lane roads, that, three different ones that led into this airport, and so they had their 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 uh, RVs set up as these mobile brothels. And so I remember when we did this, somebody said, "Hey, we should we should reach out to 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 them." And so what we did was we we bought uh, some flowers and we had a Bible, and so here's all these teenagers and they went up to this to this lady she was sitting in the driver's seat of the RV, and they went up and they just shared the gospel with her. They told her that God loved her. They gave her flowers, and and it was such a beautiful thing. And she just started crying. She just started crying her eyes out because these these kids were showing her love and God's love instead of what she had been experiencing from these men who were just taking from her. And, you know, probably, I don't know the, the whole situation, I don't know her old story, but probably a pimp that was, you know, taking most of the money even and 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 pre- possibly pressuring into this. Who knows? But anyway, she she was in a, in a lifestyle that none of us would want to be living in. And the saddest part of the whole story, though, uh, well, not the saddest part. It was sad. The saddest part is this this lady who who has given herself over to this. But another sad part, I guess I could say, is as we were standing there, you know, our van was was pulled into the, it was a large parking area, kind of in the edge of the woods. 
And so our van was pulled in. And so we're standing there talking to this lady and this, like this car pulls in and I noticed a few things. One, it had a, a baby seat in the back. And so it was probably the man driving the car was probably a married father, probably. And what was even worse was he had a, a fish on the back of Ichthus, you know, a, Hey, I'm a Christian, um, a little symbol on the back of his car. He pulls in next to this RV, looks up, sees all these kids standing around, uh, talking to the prostitute, realizes that, oh my gosh, all these kids are here. And he quickly drops his head, puts it in reverse and drives away. So it was, it was very sad. It was a very sad situation, but I said all that to say that you can't look at porn. You can't live in a lustful lifestyle and say, well, I'm not hurting anyone or I'm only hurting me or it only involves me because you, you see that it is, it is such a bigger area where, I mean, think about it. These, these people who are putting their bodies on display, who are putting their, their sexual activity on display, you know, these are, are these are God's the creation that God loves and wants to, to have a personal relationship with, but yet they are living in the sin and, and it's, it's heartbreaking. And so you can't just say, well, I'm not hurting anybody. So there's a whole nother area. Another area that, that I firmly believe in is I, I don't believe that you can be in a married, married relationship and be involved in porn or lustful thoughts towards anyone you want beside your wife and it, and you have a healthy relationship, a healthy uh, life. And I, I do believe that if you are involved with that, that, uh, you know, especially if, and you know, guys, we're, we're being frank here, you know, if you're, if it leads into um, lust and if that leads into self-pleasing, we'll just leave it at that for right now. Uh, so I don't have to mark explicit on this uh, podcast, I guess. Um, and if it leads to that, then I personally am of the mind that you're, you're taking energy that you should be giving towards you, towards your wife and you're just pouring it out and not to your wife. And so I believe that's another thing to where it's going to take away from your relationship. You know, even if you could somehow separate the sin aspect of it, the lust aspect of it, just, just, I guess you could say physically speaking, it is taking away energy from you that you should be giving to your wife. And so I don't, it's, it's, you're not going to be able to have a healthy relationship there, a healthy sexual relationship there with your wife. And so I encourage you, there's another reason to just avoid this at all costs, avoid it like the plague. Don't have anything to do with it. You know, pull, pull a, pull a, a Joseph when, when Potiphar's wife tried to seduce him, he, he, uh, he took off running. I mean, he, he went off, so he ran away so fast. He left his coat behind. He literally ran out of his coat. So, so avoid it at all costs, because if you start playing around with this in your mind, if you start acting out on it by the internet, by your, on your phone, if you're buying porn, whatever it may be, then I'm telling you, it is going to wreck your life. It's going to, there's, there's no way to be an exceptional man, husband, and father, if you're letting lust run rampant in your life. And, and the problem is this is one of those sins that can very easily be concealed. It's, you know, if someone's out here, you know, killing people or if they're getting in fights or they're, they're doing all these things that, that, you know, the whole world can see, then for some reason we think if it's something behind closed doors that it's not as bad, but I'm telling you that this is something 
that can can wreck your relationship with your wife. And, you know, I, I know some of you may not be married right now and you're listening to this. Well, the problem is, you know, think about your future wife. Think about what you're going to bring into that marriage. If you if you play around with this now, if you let yourself go in this area, then that's something you're going to end up bringing in to the marriage. And, you know, I know some of you might be thinking right now, well, you know, there's forgiveness. Okay. Well, first of all, grace is not an excuse to sin. So you can't sin now and say, well, I'll ask God to forgive me later. But I, I just, once again, I'm trying to be real practical here. The other practical part of this is, is that the thing that I've found more times than I can count in my life is, see, God's amazing. He he forgives us. He loves us. He forgives us. He separates our sin as far as the East is from the West. I do believe that, that when he forgives, he never holds it against us again. But see, here's the thing. You and me and, and our spouses, we're not God. And so I personally believe that the more sin you let yourself give into, that's just that much more in, uh, ammunition the enemy has to throw back at you later through guilt or something that plays again in your mind, even just from your own flesh. The, the, you know, the enemy doesn't even have to get involved. It's just your flesh that activates and you have these memories. And you know, there's, there's things that I saw as a kid that I remember today that I wish I could forget. I wish that, you know, I know I'm not condemned for them. I know it's, it's, you know, some of these cases, it, it wasn't like I went looking for it. It was just there in front of me. And, and the thing is, it's still in my memory. And so that's why I encourage you as much as you can keep your mind, your thought life pure you know, obviously don't, don't go out there and, and look for it, but keep your way pure. And I know today it's like, you know, when I was a kid and, and I struggled with pornography as a kid, you know, we didn't have the internet. So it was like, you had to like, basically go sneak out somewhere, sneak in somewhere, buy it and hope they didn't card you. And, and, you know, it was kind of harder to get right now. Of course, Every phone, every internet connection, it's it's like a open sewer that's just flowing out into the world. And so it's never been easier to, to look at. And so it's never been more important to really determine that, you know what, this is an area I'm not going to compromise. I'm going to bless my wife with a, a, a pure, not just a pure body, but a pure uh, thought life, a pure mind as well. So I encourage you, if this is something that you, that you struggle with, you know, now, the other side of this practicalness is, is obviously the first thing you need to do is ask forgiveness. Ask God to forgive you for the, the struggles that you have of porn. And I know for me, what what made a difference in my life when I was struggling with it was that I had a, a, a friend. He was a mentor, someone that I know, love, and trust. And and I I became accountable to them. I would say, hey, you know what? Um, I know that I'm going to be in a situation where I might be tempted to, to jump on the internet or I might be tempted to do this or do that or to watch this show. So tomorrow when, when you see me, ask me, how did I do last night? And just submitting yourself to someone else in, in, and say, Hey, you know, um, ask me about this. When you create that, uh, the accountable relationship that can help you. Uh, the other thing is, uh, you know, I, I still remember a story that one of the pastors that I, that I sat under his teaching for, for years, and one, of the, one of the things he said was he remembered a story of a man who was struggling with adultery, not just porn, but adultery. And the guy says, yeah, you know, it's, it's like every time, you know, I struggle with it, I go down this road and there's, there's prostitutes there and I give into it. 
And so the pastor just looked at him and says, well, so that's the only way you have to get home? Well, no. So is there like construction ever other places where you're that you only can go down that one road? No. So he just looked at the man and says, well, take another road home. And so all he did was he just changed his route, changed the way that he would drive, and it broke some of the ties that he had that to that temptation of of uh, prostitution. And so he was able to just avoid it just by uh, the the struggle became less because he just went a different route. And so that's why I encourage you with you know practically in your own life. It you know I've, I've told I've told my kids nothing good happens after midnight. So you know I encourage you not to just sit around channel surfing after midnight. Of course now I guess it's it's any time of the day that you could find this stuff. But I just encourage you, think about ways that you can avoid even the temptation. You know, there's there's verses that talks about avoid even the appearance of evil. I encourage you, you know, if, if it means setting up your computer to where the the screen is facing the door to where if someone were to walk by the door, they would be able to see exactly what you're looking at. Once again, we're not trying to be legalistic here or, or whatever, but just be practical and think about practical ways that you can avoid. Well, right now, for example. Think about the the last time that you failed in this area and you struggled with it. Is there something you could have changed to avoid that? So if it is setting up the computer differently, if it's not, you know, channel surfing, if it's maybe, you know, canceling some cable channels that you may have, I don't know. But I'm just encouraging you to think about some creative ways to where if you keep falling into this temptation, if you keep struggling with it, think about ways that you can simply avoid it. Because I'm telling you something, willpower will will eventually give out. If you have to trust on willpower, like, oh, I'm not going to do this, then, you know, it's like, don't think of a blue elephant. Okay, how many of you just thought of a blue elephant? Well, probably everyone who listened to this, you just pictured a blue elephant. And so that's kind of the way willpower works. If you say, I'm not going to do this, I'm not going to do this, I'm not going to do this. Well, one, you're focusing on whatever this you're not wanting to do, and you're putting it in your mind. So that's why I encourage you. Find these practical ways to avoid the the times and the places and the situations where you fall into this temptation so that you're not walking up and trying to tickle a grizzly because it could literally take your head off. Okay, <laughs> so, all right. hope that made sense. I hope that, that encouraged you. I hope that helped you. And if it did, if, if you know someone that's struggling with that, I encourage you to to go ahead and, and you know share this with them. I encourage you to like the podcast and subscribe to it if you if you haven't already. And it just kind of helps helps get the word out there because I just really want to help men to be exceptional men, husbands, and fathers. Because you know we don't have to settle for average when exceptional really is an option here. And this is definitely one area to where we can excel. We can be exceptional, and that is by not giving our eyes over to lust and to porn and to to all these things that can can really rob our wives or future wives, whatever, whatever situation you're in of really the love that, that they deserve. And so just encourage you with that today. And I hope you have a great week and we'll catch you next week on the exceptional husband podcast. Thank you so much for listening to the exceptional husband podcast. This episode has been brought to you by today for a better tomorrow life coaching. I sincerely hope you found encouragement and fresh ideas were sparked for you to grow more today. If you'd like more focused help in becoming an exceptional man, husband, and father, check out www.t4bt.us. That's t4bt.us. Click on the Book a Clarity Session button to schedule a conversation with me to see if personal coaching might be something for you. For this first call, I'll waive my usual fees just to get to know you better and see if we might be a good fit for me to help you on your journey. 
Once again, that's www.t4bt.us. Thanks again for listening, and remember, yesterday is gone forever, and tomorrow's out of reach. All you can change is today.